0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm Melanie Znona, CNN Capitol Hill reporter, in for David Chalian. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, February 2nd. With midterm elections around the corner and a fragile 50-50 Senate, Democrats' agenda keeps getting faced with roadblock after roadblock. One of the party's leaders adjusted exclusively to CNN. We've talked a lot about Build Back Better on this podcast. And if you're a longtime listener, you know who's partly responsible for it failing to pass last year. But if you're new here, Build Back Better is the sweeping social and climate spending bill that was a top legislative goal for President Joe Biden. The moderate senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, threw some cold water on that goal yesterday. CNN's Manu Raju asked Manchin about the bill. Take a listen. What Build Back Better did there is no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're all talking about. You haven't had any talks about that no, since December. No, no, no. It's sad. Manchin has raised concerns over inflation, the pandemic, the federal debt, and the government spending as some of his reasons not to support the bill. So there's no clear path forward for the $1.9 trillion spending plan as it stands. But Democrats still remain hopeful to eventually pass some kind of scaled-back version of that legislation. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki didn't respond to Manchin's comments on Build Back Better Tuesday, but added this. What I will note, and where there is strong support moving forward across the Democratic caucus, is on taking steps to lower costs for childcare, for health care, for elder care, on making sure that Medicare can negotiate the cost of prescription drugs, and ensuring the tax system is fair. Whatever you call that, there is strong support for that, strong passion for that, a lot of advocacy for that, and there are a lot of members having continued conversations about it. If Build Back Better was such a big priority for them, you might be asking yourself how the party has gotten itself back to square one, essentially, after months of intense negotiations. Your eyebrows might rise even higher when I tell you Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has known where Manchin stood since last July. Manchin told Schumer then he didn't want to spend more than $1.5 trillion on the bill when the bill was still at a $3.5 trillion price tag. The two sealed their stances with their signatures on a document, which Schumer said wasn't an agreement. The White House and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi didn't even know about this, underscoring how blindsided many Democrats felt learning about that. Despite all that, Schumer insists he handled dealing with Manchin right in an exclusive interview with CNN. Voting rights, build back better, inaction on student loans, and climate change. These are a few of many examples that show how hard it is for Schumer to maneuver as majority leader in a narrowly divided chamber, especially working with two Democrats who buck the party's wishes often, Manchin and Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema. There's a high-stakes Supreme Court nomination coming up that can reset the caucus toward action and unity. But even so, the sudden illness of a member, Senator Ben Ray Lujan of New Mexico, who suffered a stroke last week, underscores the limit of Schumer's ambitions. Senator Lujan is expected to make a quick recovery, but still, anything can happen. Without one senator, Democrats could face difficulties in advancing votes and nominations. Schumer tells CNN exclusively, despite all the setbacks, he believes he and his colleagues have excelled at moving Biden's agenda forward. He says infrastructure, confirming 40-plus judges, and enacting COVID-19 relief are all accomplishments that far overshadow what was left on the table. We know progressives and moderates within the Democratic Party have plenty of policy disagreements. And Schumer's leadership approach over the last two years has been defined by an eager embrace of the left to the chagrin of some and dismay of others. Among some top House Democrats, there's ample frustration at Schumer's reluctancy to tell any member the word no especially as Pelosi has stood up to progressives in dealing with her three-seat House margin and popular policies have fallen to the wayside. Many Democrats tell CNN their guesses for why Schumer has such a progressive soft spot is because he's up for re-election himself this year. He could be worried about any primary challenges, especially if progressive Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez decides to give him a run for his money. Speaking of primaries, some of the most vulnerable Democrats in the Senate have raised enormous sums, That's according to new campaign finance reports, but they face some well-funded competition from the right. Republican organizations entered this election year with a combined $220 million in cash reserves. By contrast, organizations working to elect Democrats to Congress had about $176 million in their bank accounts. Some key Senate races to watch in 2022 will be in Georgia, New Mexico, and Arizona, where incumbent Democrats saw strong fundraising numbers. Florida will be interesting, too, where Democrat Val Demings aims to unseat GOP Senator Marco Rubio this year. She out-fundraised him last quarter. Manchin and Cinema each posted strong fundraising numbers in the fourth quarter, with both raising over a million dollars. Neither faces re-election until 2024. All this to say, momentum and voter enthusiasm are not on Democrats' side. Republicans are working hard to win back the House and the Senate, and they have a fighting chance to do so, especially if Democrats don't put forward a united front in the coming months. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Melanie Zona, and thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you tomorrow.